little thing called murder. This is good content. Okay, I'm doing it. I wish we would have caught me yelling at you. <laughs> oh, you guys definitely missed the first part of it. But we were talking and it was like good stuff. And I and I was literally in the middle of yelling at Megan to stop talking until we start recording. And then the, the screen popped up that said, your recording is now in progress. So I literally started recording right before she started yelling at me. So all you hear is start recording yeah. well, because I wanted to respond to you like twice but I was like no Jaden <laughs> save it for the podcast so I was like Megan hit the record button oh wow well. <laughs> all right well with that intro hey guys how are you doing hey welcome to a little thing we call murder Woo! and spooky season I know Yay. we are in spooky season on a spooky podcast Except I feel like I've barely done spooky this year. Like we went to a pumpkin patch, took super bomb pictures, and then we were going to go to this big like haunted house. But I was like, oh, I got to do wedding shit. I don't know if I should do that. So, yeah. Well, that's what happens when you plan your wedding in spooky season. I know. <laughs> I know. But- now me, on the other hand, last mm-hmm. week I went to three fright houses for you fright farms or whatever I don't like you <laughs> so just saying for anyone local that's listening please go to the Connellsville um I don't remember the name of it but it was like at a school building so good mm. so good Megan there yes. is this place by us and it used to be like a prison and like a mental institution Ooh. I think if you can do it all year round because we were like, oh, because the one we were going to do was like three hours away. But Tyler saw this one. We were like, oh, let's go here. Well, it's $169. So we said, um, maybe another time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, P.S. It is raining now. So I'm glad I <laughs> shut the windows when Tyler told me to. But um, uh, I forgot what I was talking about. Yeah. So you start at like 8 p.m. or 6 p.m. And you go till 8 in the morning. Yeah. And you just like. I think you get like a guide and you go through this all. And I was like, I don't know if I would like that because I've seen a lot of scary movies where this is what mm-hmm. happens and then they all die. Mm-hmm. But Rebecca was like, that happens when people go to like random ones. You know, this is like an established place. I still don't trust it. I know. it's. I'm like, oh, guys, I'll do it if you want. But like, that's scary. See, one, I don't want to spend that much money too. That's way too yep. long because then- I just start to go nuts. Yes. However, me and a few of my friends last weekend went to the West Virginia Penitentiary and they Ooh. had, I have to that's tell you about this. That's the same thing. What? What do you mean? You can't do this one, but I feel like that's the same thing. No, 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 no. Well, okay. this one, they had um something, it, it was a dungeon walk and it was like mm-hmm. one of those fright houses, but in this penitentiary, mm-hmm. and it was literally like a 20 minute walk. It wasn't like oh gotcha like 8 p.m to like 6 a.m kind of thing so we go in and they have you in single file line we're in a group of Mm -hmm. six and they have you put your hands on your head and walk into the into the jail it turns into like you're like a prisoner kind of thing and this guy has a metal bat and he's hitting it against like the bars 
Hmm. And they put us, it was two per cell. They put us in the cells and then no, walked away. And I was with my friend, Kevin. I turned around, I was like, Kevin, make sure no one's under the bed. Check and make sure there's no one under oh the bed. Oh God, <laughs> I would have, if I was locked in a small cell and there was someone under the bed, count me out. Oh, I would have out right now. Yep. I would have threw I would have threw up. but (laughs) so I think that's a great reaction when someone's trying to fight you what are they gonna do what are they gonna do fight someone who just threw up they got vomit on their face even better if you projectile (laughs) use it as like a fighting tactic oh my god (laughs) I did not need that in my in my mind you are welcome (laughs) but anyway so they take us into this room and it, it started off so cool. They went into like the history on how this one guy died. And it was like, you were supposed to walk through like 997 lives or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the total amount of people that died in the penitentiary. And from natural causes or I guess. Was there a fire? I guess that would have all been included. I don't, think I don't think there was a fire. I feel like I'm not supposed to think as deeply into it, but. But like, no, this was how this guy <laughs> was executed. He was executed by the electric mm. chair. So he's sitting, oh. there's this guy sitting in the chair. And well, I guess, spoiler alert. Ooh, I said that weird. Spoiler alert <laughs> for anyone um, that wants to go to the West Virginia Penitentiary. But anyway, so. <laughs> um. We walk in and he's sitting in this chair. I'm like, that's a real guy. That's a real guy. Like, guys, that's a real guy. And they're like, no, I'm pretty sure that's like a fake person. So the one guy that was a real guy standing next to this guy who ended up being a real guy. Oh, my God. I'm the worst. Like Inception. <laughs> um, he <laughs> He's telling the story on how this guy was executed, what year, his name, and what like he did. And then all of a sudden... Mm-hmm he flips the chair and it was like firecrackers going off. And then this Ooh. guy jumped up and ran at us. And we were like, oh my God. I was like, I fucking told you guys. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so then they take no. us into this other room and it's like an eight by like three foot room. So like we all get in and we're like shoulder to shoulder and it's super tight. And the guy goes, is anyone claustrophobic or afraid of ball pits? And we were like, what? What? So then he was like, I didn't care anyways. And then shoves us in, like has this like, kind of like, you know, in those movies, the only thing that I can really relate it to. So have you watched the Star Wars movies? Yes. I want to say it's the original ones. Okay. But um, where, yeah, it was. Luke gets into the trash compactor and it starts closing Mm -hmm. in on him. Kind of like that. So, oh, um, no, 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 but like, it was only this way. So now we're really shoulder to shoulder. And then all of a sudden, all these balls from like a ball pit start like dropping over our heads. I was like, what, what is this? And then it wasn't until I could feel the balls like packing up by my knees. The balls weren't going anywhere. No, I'm sitting there. I'm standing there like, uh, 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 (laughs) I could not move. It was no, the weirdest no. feeling. I've never, no. I've never experienced this mm-hmm. feeling. The balls ended up going over my head. And so I'm sitting there. I'm literally in the middle of a panic attack. Like yes. I'm hyperventilating. And my friend next to me 
apparently the girl that we were with um, next to him was panicking and he was trying to get the balls off of her. And then in turn, it was moving Coming over onto, onto me and packing me down. I was like, stop fucking moving. Like I started, I started freaking. <laughs> it was so bad, but it was so good. <laughs> oh my God. That would, no. Also, I was going to make a joke. Um, okay. Okay. Mention it, so. With the balls. But, yeah. Balls flat at your face. <laughs> because I'm a 12 year old boy and there's your joke for the day. You are welcome. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So. But I mean, then later they put us in coffins and shit. It was fun. No, <laughs> you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> Ain't nobody put me in a fucking coffin. Ain't nobody. No, but like, they close so they the put, lid. They put you in this coffin no, and they close no. the lid. But at this point, I was getting down from my anxiety attack because before oh, that, before that. spikes the fuck back up. On. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. But these were like universal, like, um, coffin so it was like super big it was roomy in there i don't give a fuck <laughs> don't give any fucks <laughs> but this was right after so when hold on i should like back up so when we get okay, out okay. of this room with the ball pit mm-hmm. it was weird because then you felt this sudden whoosh and all the balls started like falling down mm-hmm. and it was like it was weird anyway so we're walking down and something flies up the staircase scared the shit out of me and i ran right into a radiator and I cracked my elbow off of it so my whole arm goes numb and I'm sitting there I'm like Megan <laughs> I my hearing went out and I was like you're gonna pass out you're gonna pass out don't be that bitch don't oh pass out God. don't pass out so we're I in this literally room. laugh so hard at you but <laughs> I was panicking so I went from having an actual panic attack to getting scared and then like my whole arm goes numb and it's in pain it was that lingering pain oh no oh so I'm literally coming down from the attack and like the pain, like just talking to myself, like, don't pass out. Don't be that bitch. Mm-hmm. Don't be that bitch. You can do it. And then we walked mm-hmm. into the room with the coffins and I just walked right. I like everyone stood there for a second. And I, mean, I wish I would have saw the way I look. I'm holding my arm and I stomp up and I lay down <laughs> like they're trying, the to, <laughs> yeah. oh, they're, tr- they're trying to scare me. And I'm just like, dissociating like yeah and then i need to take a fucking second i need you to <laughs> let me lay in this coffin in peace thank you so i lay down and like they're hitting it but i'm sitting there like breathe megan you're okay <laughs> like real i was actually relaxing like laying down for a second and then they put you down this little like i want to it wasn't like a like tracks so like they pushed you and then you mm-hmm. went down and then they opened it and okay. went ah in your face and then oh he opened it, yelled at me. I didn't even react. I was like, am I done? <laughs> it was it was so fun. They probably, they probably thought they were doing such a shitty job of scaring you. And you're like, no, you did such a good job. I'm just trying to relax from my panic attack. Thanks. <laughs> I felt bad because my one friend was trying to like hold on to me because he was panicking. I was like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. No. Don't touch me. He was like, Megan's not a good partner. She won't let me touch her. Is this one of the ones we had to like sign because they can touch you or no? No. So like they okay, didn't good. touch us at all. Yeah, I don't think I could do those. I want to do one where they can at least like shove you. No. I, so no I'm psychotic. Me. Because do you watch American Horror Stories? 
Yep. Or not that um, one. Okay. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. It, in an episode of it, it um, they went to a haunted house and they were actually murdering people. And like, I know that's like a far shot, but so is being murdered and everyone thinks it's not going to happen to them. And then it does. And then. Yeah, so, but yeah. when you do research into the place that you're going and see that it's from like a. Uh, like a. Yeah, but they like snuck in. They didn't actually oh. work there. They snuck in. They were killing people. Isn't that fucking terrifying? That's horrifying. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But yeah, so I'm getting all the spooky. I'm. I'm doing the most spooky so you can live by for me gotcha yeah so anyway um i just totally took over for the last like 15 minutes how about you what's new with you um we had the bridal shower yes themed um excuse me um then on so a week ago Tyler and I are technically married. Yeah. Yeah. What? So um we're still don't worry, we're still having our wedding a week from now, which is crazy to think That's about. Insane. Right? Because like it's literally it kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And then I never thought it would actually arrive. And now it's like you know, fucking a week away. Like that's fucking wild. Yeah. Um, but like I'm feeling better um my I live far away from it so my parents were able to um go toward again so we can like figure out exactly where we're gonna put things and everything yeah so I feel a lot better um I'm just finishing up some signs and stuff that I'm making um so yeah we're pretty we're pretty pretty together um I am slightly worried about the weather but I'm just gonna focus on it being not raining or whatever and then well, you know what they say wait. rain on your wedding day is good luck I know so honestly, honestly I was gonna yeah. say just don't worry about things that you can't control I know you know what I mean but see my mind I was I was talking to Jenny right before this and I was telling her I was like I think it's a mental problem but <laughs> I think worst case scenario because then when that if that worst case scenario happens you know you're like ready for it and you're like oh I was expecting this it's fine you're not cut off guard yes um I think that's just an anxious thing but see like I said it's a mental issue um Mm -hmm. (laughs) then she laughed at me um but we um, love Jenny and we love Jenny also I told her listen to this best news ever oh gosh and I'll go back so in our session today she goes, hey, I listened. I listened to your podcast. No way! I was like, oh my God, Jenny! And um, Which episode she was did like, she yeah. say she watched or listened to? Um, she listened to a few. When she went to look, she was like, why doesn't it have its, its save? Which ones I listened to? She was like, maybe I listened to it like on my iPad or something and not this. So she was like, I know it was the baseball one, which is like the one that... Uh, I know which one you're talking about. Bay. Yep. And then she also listened to one of the ones where um, we uh, did like the live, like together oh, oh, researching oh. one. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, wow, I'm so honored. Jenny listened to it. Cause she was like, cause we used to do like every week 
And, but now like, yeah. this is the, it, it might've been like three weeks since we last talked. And she was like, yeah. Cause I think she like just started it. And she was like, yeah. Um, I don't know if it was cause I like, I haven't seen you for a while. I missed your voice. I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. But speaking of that, um, I was like, can I like, cause I've never like said her like business thing or whatever, but I was like, can I like give you a shout out? And she was like, yes. Cause I also told her how I talk about her all the time on here. Yes. Her, you guys, if anyone's looking for a therapist, life coach, anything like that, hit her up. It is called, I'm just going to make sure. I'm getting the right one. She's an independent practice. Yes. So I found it through Teladoc, like through work, because like the cases that we deal with, you know, they're like, hey, you can, you can have access to this. But she, I think she left that and now she's always had this private practice. Yeah. But um, it's called Riverside therapies and on her thing it says holistic trauma therapy for women in Pennsylvania and she's just amazing so definitely check her out um I see on here like in your first visit she offers like a 20 minute free session to like oh that's so nice that's super nice I feel like everywhere mm -hmm. should do that because they should I mean I know so many people that tried therapy out and didn't click with their therapist mm-hmm. I think clicking with your therapist is one of the most important things one of the most important like honestly um I, I was like literally telling her I was like I love oh because she was also saying this she was like when she was listening she's like I felt like I was just in the room with you and she's like at some points I wanted to say something and then she was like oh wait I'm not actually there and I was like, that's yes, what a that's lot what of my for. friends. That's what yes. a lot of my friends said too. Yes. I love that. And, and so like, if you like our podcast, like the vibe of this, that's like the vibe of what she brings because it's literally feels like you're just talking to a friend. Like, it's not like that, like clinical, like environment where it's like, oh my gosh, this, like, I need to be super put together when I'm sharing this information. You can be the hot mess express that you are. <laughs> and like, she just is such the vibe and I just yeah. love her. So definitely check her out. Jenny at Riverside Therapies. Shout out to Jenny. We love you. Yes. <laughs> Even yes. though I've never talked to you, but yeah. <laughs> but um, going back, like if you tried therapy before and you didn't like your therapist, I really strongly urge you to just keep checking out different therapists, talk to them, see if you vibe, because if you can't talk to your therapist, like what's, what's the point of going to therapy? You know, that's exactly the whole reason that you go is to talk Mm -hmm. about anything and everything, you know? Yeah. And if you're like, not sure if you want to do it, she does the 20 minute free first session so that you can see if you like it or not and if you're like hey it's not for me cool you didn't it's free so yeah you're not out anything which is why I said I feel like everywhere should do that everyone should yep um but also she does I think you can see her in person but I obviously do a virtual because I don't live near her um but yeah so that's also like a more relaxed thing because you're in your home you know um Go check her out. Oh, also, you know what I saw? What? We hit over a thousand listens. Oh, what? 
Isn't that insane? Uh, that is fucking crazy. I cannot. You guys are the best. We'll love you so much. And I mean, a scheme of things that doesn't sound like a lot, but from a small podcast that oh yeah, we do the worst at promoting. <laughs> that's pretty darn good, you know? I don't, besides like <laughs> Instagram and Snapchat, I don't think I've posted this on like any social media. Like we're so terrible. Every once in a while, I'm like, hmm, maybe I should try the yeah. Twitter thing. And I put a tweet out and I'm like, this is not gratifying <laughs> at all. <laughs> or like, I'll find like a funny meme that I think people would like. And that's when I share it on like Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> but it's like the same one on every social media. Yeah. But, and then, so like when someone's like, Hey, listen, to your podcast, I'm like, Oh, like, like how'd you find out about it? Like, w- did right? we record last time when I said my cousin texted me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You said that last episode. Yeah. And I'm like, Whoa, that's wild. That's, I still, but, people talk to me about it. And I'm like, I have a podcast. I know, even right? Though, I'm like, Oh, even though literally last week took me 10 hours to edit so today we're keeping short I know it doesn't seem like we're keeping it short today because of how much we're rambling but you know what I mean honestly all honesty the banter part of Mm -hmm. the podcast is like the easiest to edit because you don't really edit yeah (laughs) I mean it's meant to be kind of put like not put together I guess yeah but anyway so that being said Wait, 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 wait. I did. Oh. Can I finish my thought? I'm so sorry. Yes, sorry. Because I, I went didn't... off on my other tangent <laughs> as usual. But yeah, so I'm so sorry. I will keep my moment at the end very brief. Um, but the uh, the the wedding ceremony, I asked my one of my favorite judges, I was like, hey, will you marry us? And he was like, oh, I w- I'd be honored. He didn't have anything on his schedule that day. And so he came in just for that. I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. And he's retiring at the end of this year. So I'm like, good. Glad you're still here to do this for me. But I didn't literally tell anyone. What was that sentence? I (laughs) didn't tell anyone that we were doing this, except like Rebecca and um, Crystal, one of the other victim witness people. Yeah, you didn't even tell me. And I was like, wait. (laughs) What is, is next week not happening? No, 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 it is. I put it on like my work calendar. So like no one like put in my schedule that like I was supposed to go to court or anything. I just put meeting. I put meeting because I wasn't going to tell anyone. And then the day before I called my parents and I'm like, hey, like I just want to let you know, like we're, we're going to do this just because like I want to make sure because um, one of my friends is officiating it and I wanted to make sure that like if for some reason, see, this is me again, worst case scenario. If for some reason her like ordainedness wasn't legit or something, we are already married, so it doesn't matter. So yeah, I'm right. like, yeah, it's literally no big deal. Like, it's okay if you can't come. And my dad's like, Jaden, I have a doctor's appointment, but let me see if I can reschedule. And my mom's like, Well, I have the baby, meaning my niece. And she's like, Well, maybe, maybe we can like figure it out. I'll let you know. And then Aww. the next day they were like, I don't think we're going to be able to make it because Landon had a hockey game. So they would literally be like driving back and forth all these distances. And but I was like, it's really no big deal. And my dad was like the cutest thing ever. He was like, yeah, I know. But you know how we like to be at everything that you do. My heart broke. And I was like, I'm so sorry that you're not going to be there. But we FaceTimed them and it ended up being like the my three attorney friends and um 
my two um, victim witness people that were all in the courtroom. So it was literally like the people that are already in court with Judge Miller anyway. And then, so he marries us. <laughs> um, side, a little quick side thing. Um, I am tanning for the wedding. So I'm not like translucent. And so I, and I'm also, so it like helps with my fucking Your face. What? It's definitely helping. Tanning. Oh, I thought you said canning. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, really um a great housewife i can all my vegetables <laughs> the fuck out of here <laughs> i wake up 20 minutes before i have to go to work i don't can but anyway <laughs> um so yeah then we all walk back into the office like you know basically half the office is walking in and the d is there he's like where were you guys and justin was like oh Jaden just got married and the d is like Jaden, like that's something like that you like say and i was like oh well no no i'm like I would feel awkward if like the DA was like sitting in there. Like I would have been like, <laughs> yes, I do. Yep. 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 But are you but, sure you do? Yeah. <laughs> but it was really funny. So when the judge was like doing our vows, he was like, um, the richer or for poorer part. And he goes, and we like to stress poorer because we work for the county and I was cackling <laughs> it was so funny I was literally dying oh, um he was so funny so I have happy. we have like videos and stuff because my we FaceTime my mom so that like she could be like a part of it <laughs> and yeah so then we took pictures and stuff and I finally got to wear the white um like suit jacket that I bought in high school for way too much money and never wore I'm the so universe was like high school Jaden you need to buy this so that Jaden 20 years no, it's not 20 years I'm not that fucking old 10 how old are we well you're I was 20... 18 eight years later eight <laughs> years later Jaden. almost yeah just kidding I probably almost bought it before 10. I was 18 but anyway but yeah so it was great and we didn't have rings because our, our ones didn't come in yet. So I ran to Claire's on my lunch break the day we were getting Stop married. It. We were getting married at two. And Stop I bought it. this ring and it turns my the underside of my finger green. And but Tyler's like, just take it off. And I'm like, no, I like the two ring situation. I got going on now. And no one can no one looks at the underside of my fucking palm. He's like, just wear like your real one. And I'm like, no, Tyler, I have to wait until the wedding. <laughs> but yeah he didn't even tell his parents that we were doing that I don't even know if they know we're actually what? married <laughs> he was like no our wedding is the 23rd but oh but yeah but yeah so I feel like if I feel like my mom would be upset if I just went I mean like a week before the wedding and got married because like my parents are the same way they want to be there yeah Aww. and like yeah I should have I should have told them in advance but it was literally just as like a backup a last to make thing. sure yeah make sure that it was gonna be official there weren't gonna be any problems um so it was no big deal but honestly that's smart yeah and it was nice that like I had my uh my little work friend wedding even though they're gonna be at the actual wedding but <laughs> yeah it was good I'll be asking them so is this better than the one at the corner yeah all right. Well, without further yeah. ado, yes, we're going to get into today's episode. I just threw my phone. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. All right. So today's story, we're on BuzzFeed. 
So we know how great that's going to be. So the article what are you talking is... about? I literally, <laughs> in undergrad, I like double majored in my major and BuzzFeed quizzes. I've probably taken every fucking BuzzFeed quiz. No, honestly, same. And- honestly, same. But I just think it's funny. Yeah. Of course, so, I need to know what um, bread I am. Like, I need to know that. Right? But okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, no, <laughs> you're good. So, this article is 11 true and truly horrific Halloween horror stories. Yes. So, number one, the trick-or-treater who died after being given cyanide-laced candy. Mm-hmm. I so, know this one. Me too. In 1974, eight-year-old Timothy O'Brien died on Halloween evening after eating candy laced with cyanide. And I don't, I didn't read this first, so you're going to get both of our blind reactions, but I'm pretty sure his dad, I think this is the one his dad put the cyanide Mm -hmm. in pixie sticks and tried to give it it to like two of his other friends. Yeah. Um. I thought it was a burp at first. (laughs) No, it was a lot of phlegm, and then I was touching on it. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway, but the story has an even more horrific twist. It turned Mm. out the candy was poisoned by Timmy's father, Ronald, who was in financial trouble and had taken out insurance policies on his children. In addition to Timmy, Ronald O'Brien gave poisoned candy to four other children, including his daughter, Elizabeth. Thankfully, none of them ate it. O'Brien was executed by lethal injection in 1984. Fucking good. good. (laughs) Fucking riddance, bitch. Like, oh my God. Like I, if someone ever takes out an insurance plan on you, but you might not know, leave, move across country, get away from them because they're going to kill you. Oh, that reminds me. (laughs) I don't know what happened there. (laughs) But I was choking I, on orange juice, Paul. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Everything is choking me today. I know. Then I was going to talk about the balls hitting your face, choking. <laughs> um, but anyway. <laughs> Were you not expecting that? that was God, really now, I'm just, <laughs> now I'm just picturing. I totally forgot that your parents listened to this. Now Jenny's going to hear me say this. <laughs> my cousin. Whatever. because I'm normally like I'm pretty like restrained like my brain subconsciously like is appropriate around like other people but this is just me my lovely authentic (laughs) self just right other people listen now your therapist listens she's gonna be like okay Jaden next time you talk to me like we've got this 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 and this we need to work yeah (laughs) I mean honestly I'm pretty like I literally say everything to her like, that's why it's so amazing. Here's another shout out to her because she's so amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll tell her, I'm going to tell her to specifically listen to this episode. But um, but yeah, so here's my joke. It's not a joke. It's a story. During the bridal shower, well, you were there, but they weren't. And one of the <laughs> gifts was a thing of a thing of knives. And I pull it out and I go, oh my God, thank you so much for helping me like achieve my goal of like, it's always the spouse. And only a few people laughed. And not no, 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 no. That was the thing was, I'm pretty sure I was the only person that like laughed, laughed. And I was like, oh my God, the fact I was the only one that got that. (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. But But I think most of the people didn't hear you. Yeah, also very true. (laughs) So I was like, that's a funny ass joke, people. God. I was cracking up. (laughs) 
All right. But so number two. How did this, that re- relate? I have no idea. Okay. okay. Thank <laughs> God we went with the 11 and not the 20. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. We were deciding between Megan goes, pick um, number 11 or number 20. And I was like, oh, I can't decide. And she said, go with your gut. Didn't you say that? Why didn't I comment to that? Something like but anyway, that. <laughs> I was like, I honestly can't because as soon as I go to say one number, I want to pick the other one. So we, we asked Siri like to flip a coin. So that's why she, what she meant when she said. Good thing and it ended up doing the 20, but then I opened the article and it just said horror stories. Like they weren't true. So I was like, Nope, we're doing 11. Yep. All right. Number two. Anyway, <laughs> the suicide mistaken for a Halloween decoration. Oh, <gasps> what? In 2005, which is recent, yeah. a 42-year-old woman in Delaware committed suicide by hanging herself from a tree across the street from a residential oh. area. Though the body was easily visible but to passerby. To passerby, is that? Is no, it just says passerby. Um, though mm. the body was easily visible to passer passersby or what how do you say that passerbys i feel like i would say passerbys but now that i'm saying it we've said it it doesn't sound right it doesn't sound right okay though the body was easily visible to passerbys and passing vehicles no one called the police for hours why they assumed the woman swaying in the wind was a halloween decoration that is wild but like right? i mean i i know the article didn't give you that much information but like did they like how did i want to know more how you do did they find out like did someone go wow this looks really authentic and they're like oh fuck because they're like right up on it was mm-hmm. it that day what how long was she hanging there like that's right I mean, it's sad but like what crazy so number three also side mm-hmm. note think about if you saw her and didn't call and then you realize later that she was real how horrible you would feel yeah for not like calling but I mean like would it have helped her no but so I feel like that's how I would console myself her yeah, spirit myself. her ghost yeah, true, her true, ghost true. is just standing there like anyone yeah anyone. Anyone? <laughs> yeah okay so number three Bueller. the man who showed up at a Halloween party dressed as Freddy Krueger went on a rampage see this is the shit i'm talking about it's a house party not a haunted house but this like i can't listen to this but tell me anyway (laughs) a halloween party in san antonio texas was in full force last year last year when was this made 2017 so 2016 so was in full force in 2017 (laughs) Let me do this again. A Halloween party in San Antonio, Texas was in full force in 2016 when a man dressed as Freddy Krueger showed up uninvited. He opened fire on the crowd, shooting five people. Oh my God. Right? I wish these gave you more. I know. Like, did they, did they die? Like, were they just injured? Like, what the fuck? So many questions. All right. But also, if I were to die... I feel like I would rather be shot than like cut up, you know, like if he, cause you don't feel anything. If if he was Freddy Krueger, why was he shooting people? You know, that's dumb. I mean, I'm, I'm, 
I don't know. Like, when, like, when you said that, I thought you were going to say, like, he, like, was butchering people. But, like, on theme? Yeah, but, like, he... I mean, I'm glad he didn't understand the assignment, but, like... <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, number four. The son who decapitated his mother and left her body on the street. What the fuck? I love reading these titles and then seeing I know. <laughs> One night in Long Island, just before Halloween in 2014, a decapitated body laid in the street five feet away from a severed head. To many passing by, the horrific sight appeared to be a Halloween prank, but the truth was far more disturbing. 35-year-old Derek Ward had used a kitchen knife to kill and decapitate his mother, Patricia. Oh, I don't like that because that's my mom's name. Patricia. <laughs> Patri- Patricia! <laughs> Why am I in this mood? No, I love it. I feel like this is my favorite episode so far. Like our like vibe is yeah, like right? impeccable. I think we're excited because it's spooky and we both yeah. love spooky. Yes. Even though all murder is spooky, so I don't fucking understand this. True, but. <laughs> me either. But when, it, and these are real stories. These I was going to say, when you know it's fake, but yeah. then I'm like, wait, these are real. <laughs> but these are all Halloween times, so it's like extra spooky. We'll just True. say that that's our You're rationale. just in the vibe, you know? Yeah. All right, so 35-year-old Derek Ward had used a kitchen knife to kill and decapitate his mother, Patricia then carried the body and head out of their apartment, leaving the body and head in the street. Ward jumped in front of a commuter train, killing himself. Damn. Number five. What? I said that no. Yeah, no. Imagine being on that train. No. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Number five. The unspeakable explosion at a holiday performance. Oh. In 1963, many Hoosiers? Hoosiers? What? Can you use it in the sentence? Hoosiers? In 1963, many Hoosiers decided to spend Halloween night at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. Hold on, let me Google it. I would probably say Hoosier. Hoosiers. 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 Okay. Thank you. What is a Hoosier? Is it like um like a sports team person? Like their their name, like their mascot or whatever. Like they're the like you know, like Seton Hill, they're the they're the Griffins. I, I almost said Spartans, but that's Michigan Wait, it State. says how to pronounce Hoosier, Indiana. So it must be the place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. In 1963, many Hoosiers decided to spend Halloween night at the Indiana State Fairgrounds Coliseum watching a holiday on ice skating ex- exhibition. Unbeknownst to them, a rusty tank in the concession area began to leak gas. The room, which lacked ventilation, quickly filled with gas. As the skaters performed their grand finale, the gas reached an electric popcorn maker 
triggering a huge explosion. 74 people were killed and nearly 400 were injured. Oh my God. That's insane. Yeah, I don't see. I wish I gave you more. (laughs) Number six, the Japanese exchange student who knocked on the wrong door. Oh no. 25 years ago, 16 year old Japanese exchange student Yoshihiro Hattori. That sounded amazing. E, as I said it, I was like, wow, oh, Megan. Wow. <laughs> I'm in disbelief right now that I I know. I wow. love that. I love that when I said it, I was like, damn, Megan. And then you said that was so good. <laughs> Watch it be totally wrong, but you said it was such confidence and it was fucking <laughs> fluid as fuck. It was great. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably because I've been watching Squid Game, but anyway. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> Dressed up as John Travel. Oh, it's the English man or the English I, names. I guy. honestly think it is. John Travel. Travel. Oh my God. Oh my John God. Travolta? I hate myself. John Travolta's character on Saturday <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yep. Mhm. It's okay. I think I think that just xed out the um yep, I think it yeah. <laughs> killed it. All right, let's start this over again. 25 years ago, 16-year-old Japanese exchange student Yoshihiro Hatori dressed up as John Travolta's character from Saturday Night Fever, then headed out to a Halloween party in Baton Rouge, Las Louisiana. (laughs) You need to keep in all of this. (laughs) Fuck. Tragically, he was (laughs) tragically he was mistakenly dropped off at a wrong house. The homeowner panicked by the unexpected visitor, shot and killed Hattori. The homeowner was later acquitted of any wrongdoing. Hattori's mother, Mieko commented on the 20th anniversary of her son's death i've been observing american society for the past 20 years the ongoing situation there has been incomprehensible to japanese i wanted to encourage more ways to adopt gun control good Mm. i mean that's sad john travolta's character isn't scary looking he's basically has a suit right how much you want to bet this kid walked right in without knocking and the person thought they were getting like oh you think something. oh i figured he knocked and then they just like kind of that would make but- sense to me though if yeah. he just walked in and the person was like ah yeah but that's so sad that's very sad all right number seven the assailant who wearing the same mask the killers wore in the film screen murdered a man that's oh, terrifying no. yeah See, that's, that I could understand. If someone walked into my house wearing a screen mask, then I wouldn't ask questions. Bitch, but your, like, your ass is gone. <laughs> yeah. I might be like, what the fuck are you doing? But like, I'm not going to be like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm not in that situation. Yeah. All right. The screen killers wearing ghost face masks callously murdered the people in their town. Chillingly, on Halloween night 2013, someone wearing the same ghost face mask shot and killed 19-year-old 
Anthony Seabury before disappearing into the New York night. Hmm. For like no reason. What the fuck? Is that all we got? That's all we got. What? Like, (laughs) did they know them? Like, was it like what? I don't know. Also, I feel like the little title of that was misleading because I feel like it said like killed the town's members. Like made it plural. The storyline says one. I think it was saying like they were wearing the same mask as the killers in the film that killed. Oh, okay. So that part of the sentence went to the movie, not this. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Eight. The Coup Beach Riot, where thousands of high schoolers fought police throughout Halloween night. This is in Toronto. In 1945, teenagers in Toronto spent Halloween night rioting and building large bonfires that they soaked with gasoline. When police descended upon the scene, the teenagers fought back, throwing rocks and blocking the fire department from putting out the fires. Soon, police arrested 14 of the rioters, but instead of calming things, this led to a mob of thousands of teenagers gathering in protest. The teenagers were only dispersed after being doused with water cannons and tear gas. The impetus for the uprising is unknown. The but reason like, for the uprising was unknown. Um, like... Did the fire actually get out of control? Like, I think because I don't know about back in 1945, but most beaches you're not allowed to have a fire on. I know. Like, I get Which that. Which I don't understand. Like, yeah. Sand will put out a fire. You're right yeah. by the water. The water will put yeah. out a fire. Like, right? what? But, I, no but I don't understand why if all they were doing was having a this big fire like yeah you're not supposed to do it but like do you really need to use like tear gas on that yeah there, there like, has okay, to have been something you shoot else. them with some water but like but also that's probably water from like a fire truck and i feel like that's a heavy spray heavy yeah like see the videos mm, of like the firemen like flying everywhere because yeah. of the pressure is so and those insane. are all like kids like yeah there's a lot of them but like I don't, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Number nine, the man who opened his door to find a trick-or-treater who would end his life. Oh no, that's a fear. I know. In 1982, 69-year-old Marvin Bradland was getting ready for bed after a night of handing out Halloween candy when there was one more knock at his door. Bradlin opened the door to find someone wearing a pillowcase over their head with holes cut out for eyes. The figure oh. said, trick or treat, give me your money or I'll shoot. <gasps> he then pulled out a gun and ordered Bradlin into the basement where Bradlin kept his safe. Bradlin, figuring this was a prank, since only family members knew about the safe, grabbed for the gun. The person in the pillowcase fired, hitting Brad in the throat, killing him. <gasps> I said Brad. I meant Bradland, but you guys get it. The killer fled, leaving the pillowcase at the scene. In 2010, the pillowcase was tested for DNA, but there wasn't enough DNA to make a match. <gasps> no. So he's still well, it out had there. To be, it had to have been someone who had been in the house or knew because, like, how would you know? Okay, one, you have to know that there is a safe. Two, where the safe is. 
what i want to know more about that one yeah how about at the end of this we'll pick one to go deeper in if it's not too long okay number 10 (gasps) the haunted hayride employee who when pretending to hang from the gallows hang himself for real on purpose i don't think so in 1990 chicago area teenager brian jewels job was to give hayride customers a scare by pretending to hang from the gallows jewel had pulled off the stunt just fine earlier that day but that night something went terribly wrong when the hayride approached jewel who was hanging from the gallows with his feet touching the ground the tractor driver began to worry the driver's worries only grew when jewel failed to deliver his usual speech according to the prosecutor there were no signs of foul play yikes that's that's creepy imagine being the driver that's so like no yeah i feel like <laughs> i was gonna say i feel like i would rather be murdered than to accidentally die like that yep me too because you're you're suffocating and that's like the scariest thing oh i don't like that like no. he was just doing his job trying to be scary and then he died no yeah i don't like that number 11 the boy whose life was forever altered on halloween because of his stepfather from hell oh god on halloween in 1984 eight-year-old why are all these people's names brian i don't know Brian Massey. It's a common ass name. Be more original. <laughs> like Megan. <laughs> On Halloween in 1984, eight-year-old Brian Macy, that name sounds really familiar, should have been enjoying a night of trick-or-treating with his sisters, Tiffany, 11, and Tamara, 10. Isn't that the name of the twins? I think so. Like, Tif- yeah. Tiffany and mm-hmm. Tamara? Is it? It might be. I don't know. Instead, he was subjected to a real-life horror film when his new stepfather, 26-year-old David Andrews, stabbed his mother to death before <gasps> chasing his sisters down the hall and murdering them as well. What the fuck? Andrews then came into Macy's room covered in blood and kidnapped the boy. Two days later, police found Macy alive after apprehending Andrews, who had tried and failed to kill himself. Disturbingly, Andrew struck a plea deal in exchange for a reduction of charges. He is eligible to be paroled next month. And this is in 2017. Which the now 41-year-old Macy vehemently opposes. Um, I would too. Yeah. Why did they do the plea deal? I mean, I guess, like... I mean, yeah, the only person who witnessed it was, like, an eight-year-old, but, like, he witnessed, like, you don't make it up. You have the evidence of the bodies. Who else was in the house? His DNA is probably all over them. Like, he kidnapped the kid. Like, why would you do a plea deal? Like, I don't, unless you don't want to put the kid on the stand, but, like, what? That's wild. I don't know. So which one of those 11 do you want to go back and quickly? You mean right now or like another time? Right now. Oh. Um, everyone knows about the first one. I think that one's pretty popular. So we won't do that one. The ones that stick out in my mind. Um, 
I honestly play one of the last two. One of the last two? Yeah. So do you want to do Brian Jules or Brian Macy? <laughs> um, I don't know. Which one did you get more drawn to? Mm, I kind of want to look into the last one. Okay, let's do that one. Okay. Let's see. <clears throat> I'm on republiconline.com. Brian Macy and his aunt Dorothy Delgado. Um, wait, when was this? Oh, this was October 2017. So Brian Macy and his aunt Dorothy Delgado stood together at the Hillside Cemetery on September 24th, both seeking strength for what they knew would be a difficult experience the next day. The gravestones at their feet belong to Brian's mother, Jean Ann Yackel, and his sisters, Tiffany Dawn Macy, 11, and Tamara Joe Macy, 10. On Halloween night, 1984, nearly 33 years ago, Brian watched his 26-year-old new stepfather, Brian L. Andrews, brutally murder his mother and two sisters by stabbing them to death inside their Wagstaff home. It is still considered by local law enforcement officers and community members to be one of the grisliest murders in Miami County history. Brian, like he has done countless of, countless of times since that night, talked with his mother during his recent visit to the cemetery. This time was different, though. This time, he was asking for strength to stand before Kansas Parole Board officials the next day to tell his story in hope that Andrews would not be released. Delgado, who drove more than 700 miles from Texas for the parole public comment session, also was seeking strength during the visit to the cemetery. She said she could feel the presence of her sister-in-law, who held her hand when she had her first child and was one of, the, one of her best friends before the murders. Quote, she told me to be strong, end quote, Delgado said of her conversation with Jean Ann at the cemetery. Quote, she told me that she lives with me in my heart, end quote. Delgado said when she left the cemetery, she told Jean Ann and the girls to hop into the truck and be with her throughout the next day. Hmm. Um, quote, I felt so much better when I left that graveyard, end quote, Delgado said remembering a nightmare. Brian and his aunt were not alone September 25th when they prepared to speak at the parole public comment session held in Kansas City, Kansas City Hall. They were joined by several family members as well as childhood friends of Tiffany and Tamara. Retired Miami County Sheriff's Office Deputy Randy Cornelius who was one of the first to arrive at the murder scene in 1984, was also in attendance. Cornelius, who had just started his law enforcement career at the time. Do you know, Ooh. you hear most of these like horrific stories and like the deputy on scene, it's like his first night out. Yep, yep. Could you mm -hmm. imagine? No. But hey, um, you get the worst out of the way, so it can only go up from there. Exactly. <laughs> um said he was still haunted by the images of the murder scene and the parole hearings have forced him to experience that emotion all over again. 
quote, there wasn't a wall in that house that didn't have blood on it, end quote. It was early in the morning of November 1st, 1984, when Cornelius was called to respond to a crime scene in Wagstaff, east of Hillsdale. Jean Yackle, 28-year-old mother of three, was found in the living room by the front door lying in a pool of blood. Multiple stab wounds were clearly visible on her lifeless body. Down the hall and inside the bedroom, Cornelius discovered an even more horrendous scene. Mm-hmm. Crammed in the corner of the room between the bed and the wall, the lifeless bodies of 11-year-old Tiffany Dawn Macy and 10-year-old Jam- Tamara Joe Macy were found covered in blood and knife wounds. No, so were they hiding? It looks like That's it. That's so sad. That is so sad. Fuck that man. I know. Andrews and eight-year-old Brian Macy were nowhere to be found. It didn't take long to trace the murders back to Andrews, who later admitted to taking Bri- taking Brian to Andrews' sister's house in Port Huron, Mick. Oh, Michigan. Um, after shooting himself to an attempt suicide, Andrews was taken into custody by Michigan law enforcement officials and taken into a Michigan hospital under guard. Brian, like, I will say my questions to the end. Okay. Brian was found alive inside of his sister's house. He was taken back to Miami County on November 4th, 1984, in the custody of his grandparents, Roy and Joyce Yackle. Andrews was extradited to Miami County in December 1984, and he was charged with three counts of first-degree murder, kidnapping, and sodomy charges, soon followed resulting from Andrews taking Brian from the home after the murder and allegedly sodomized him several times on their two-day trip to Michigan. So on top of the fact that you watched him brutally murder your mom and sister's he then sexually assaults you numerous times and you're eight fucking years old fuck this man if they let him out on parole i will be pissed the fuck off what the fuck wow despite the abundance oh what just kidding i'm still gonna say my question (laughs) okay despite the abundance of hard evidence in the case the prosecution led by miami county attorney david hedger um did face some roadblocks, including the fact that the murder weapon was never found and Brian would likely have to testify during a jury trial. Andrew's mental status mm-hmm. also was questioned, uh, which could have made it difficult for prosecution to prove premeditation as a result of first-degree murder. During mm-hmm. a week-long interview process in April 1985, two staff members at the Mettinger foundation i definitely said that wrong in topeka talk to andrews about his past and why he committed the crime andrews had a violent history including one stabbing his brother in a drunken rage jeez said he was drinking heavily that night um although he said he remembered grabbing a knife and hearing lots of screaming he didn't remember the actual stabbings Probably because your brain, like, blocks that shit out for you. 
I like, I hate when people are like, oh, I was drinking and that's why I did it. No, yeah, it's not. Drinking it's, doesn't make, no. I could drink as much as I fucking want. I'm not going to go fucking murder someone. I might like, cry no. and throw up, but I'm not going to Yeah, exactly. Someone. That's going to be me. I'm going to dance with every fucking buddy and it's going to be a shit show. But like, unless you want to actually kill them, they're not going to fucking do it. I'm not a doctor, but that's fucking yeah. what I think. On May 13, 1985, which was the morning jury selection was scheduled to begin, the plea deal was announced. Andrews pleaded guilty in exchange for the dropping of kidnapping and sodomy charges and the reduction in the primary charge of three counts of second-degree murder. In June 1985, he was sentenced to 15 years to life in prison for each second-degree murder conviction with sentences to run consecutively. Making his total sentence 45 fucking years? What? For brutally murdering three people, sexually assaulting and kidnapping an eight-year-old boy. Yeah, he got the deal of a fucking lifetime. How the fuck does that make any type of sense? I mean probably the statute says for the second degree you could only give so much time but i mean but hopefully like does it say in that article that his parole was denied although angeles originally would not have been eligible for parole for 30 years changes in kansas statute now allow parole eligibility after 50 percent of a sentence has been served which is why andrews was first up for parole in 2007 uh several people who spoke out at the hearing in 2007 including brian macy and cornelius were back to speak again during the public comment session in september 25th they are hoping for a similar result in 2007 officials denied parole and put off the next hearing for 10 years which the maximum which was the maximum possible um oh 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 so it says parole denied for convicted murder in 2017. Great. So this was his second. Ew, look how scary he is. Oh, that's not. I mean, I, I guess I pictured a 26-year-old, but that's not what I pictured. No. Cornelius said, quote, I hope he dies in prison. Me too. Me too. Um, me too. It doesn't say if it's like been rescheduled. I just, like, I want to know more. Like, why? I mean, they're just fucking nuts. That's what that's what the answer is. Because yeah. like, I was going to say, why did they do this? But he kind of said, oh, I was drinking. But, like, I caught it. I mean, do you think the mom caught him, like, assaulting the boy? Or, like, she was finding out. He was like, well, got to end it. Maybe because he didn't end up killing. Yeah. Yeah. But he wanted him. You know, because at first I was like, why did he kidnap him? But now that you said sodomy, that makes sense. But like, I don't know. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, Well, I am going to go to PetSmart with my dogs and see if I can find a uh, Halloween costume. That's exciting. And surprise my parents. My one dog's going to totally hate it. You put anything that's not his collar on and he sits there mm-hmm. with his ears back and just looks at you like, Aww. take it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the oh, other that's one. like anytime I put it on the cats, they just like lay there. Mm-hmm. They're like, mom, don't do this to me. The other, the other one, he'll try to eat it. <laughs> he eats everything. My, my sister, um, her dogs are going to be waffles. And then my niece is going to be a chicken. So they're going to be chicken and waffles. Oh my God. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, they, they like, they'll run in like Halloween races. Like the dogs will come too. And so they'll, they'll run in their costumes. So they're like real good about their costumes. Aww. I'll post a picture eventually. Yeah. I mean, it's not Halloween yet, but do you have your, uh, your uh, bright side or anything? Oh, my upper? I'm finally getting my lash extensions back and done. So I'm going to feel like a bad bitch. However, so the last time I had lash extensions, I had this freak like um, stress episode. Mm -hmm. And when I get super stressed, I pull it like my eyelashes (gasps) or my eyebrows. No, man. Pulled out all of my lash extensions and basically all but like a handful of my eyelashes we're back to having normal lashes so i'm gonna put them back on so hope i don't have another stress freak out yeah send you all the vibes thank you take a (laughs) shot for every time jane said the word fucking vibe this episode right (laughs) um i feel like that's like my new word that i say how about take a shot every time megan pronounces something wrong true <laughs> someone please make a bingo chart for us yeah. and we'll post it and then every day every every episode everyone can use it to fucking play yes oh my god that'd be so fun that would be good if only we were consistent on putting out episodes no but we are consistent in the episodes and that's what matters quality yes. not quality. exactly <laughs> And since the last episode, I feel like this, we started recording at 1030. So we're already at an hour and a half. I was hoping today would be like short. Like short. All right. Let's do our. Oh, my upper. God. Oh, wait. Rude. Sorry. I'm just kidding. My upper is that I'm getting married in a week. That's, Yay. I don't That's know probably the biggest upper. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> so my personal co-star oh. says. Being true to yourself is scary and hard. Still, you must try. Mm. Oh, I had the best one and I wanted to share it on here. It was from the other day and I really, really liked it. And so I thought other people might like it too. You don't have to punish yourself for not meeting your match. And I thought that was really good because it's like, you know, how sometimes you're like, oh, I know I can be this, like I should be doing this. But like, well, also Jenny says, don't use the word should. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I really like that because sometimes I feel lazy or like, I feel like I could be doing better and it's, you don't have to punish yourself. If you're, same. you're just doing the best. Same. The best. Same. So, all right. Our conjoined one says, Megan Malinak, you are at your best when you can express your congenality. I have no idea what that means. You can express your congenality. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. While Jaden is tested by messiness. Yes, always. Sorry, <laughs> live my fucking life. <laughs> There's just no heat between you two right now. Practice with yourself first. Don't push them. What, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? There's nothing like wrong the with best. you guys. 
this is the best episode we've had what the fuck no there's no heat guys post our things differently yeah but my part of it says Jaden while you are at your best when you express your servitude while Megan is tested by unbelonging yep (laughs) but what the there's no heat this was the best banter we've ever fucking had. I honestly Fuck think so here, co-star. I had like, a hard what? cackle in there. Yes. <laughs> god. Oh my god. Wow. Normally it's spot on, but not not today. Not today. Insert, and it's just um, a weird day today. Yeah. Is it Shaq who does that? Not today. Not today. No, you know no, no. No, yeah. uh, I don't know. No, it's not Shaquille. O'Neal, I don't think. I think it's someone else, but I could be wrong. I don't fucking know. But everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah. But anyway. Not, you don't belong if you don't know. I'm just fucking kidding. I'm you're not kidding. allowed to sit with you us. You can't sit with us. <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. Sorry about the delay, but it is amazing content. Back at you eventually. <laughs> we are back <laughs> on schedule. Don't know for how much longer, but anyway, yep. you guys... <laughs> You guys can reach out um, on our Instagram, which is a little thing called murder. Our Twitter, if you would like that we that. Yeah. Our Twitter is ALTC murder. <laughs> and you can send us an email with any questions, suggestions, comments, concerns at a little thing called murder at gmail.com and leave us yes. five stars on Apple reviews. Yeah, I think I got everything. Yeah. And keep telling everybody about us because yes. we love you and we want to come to their living rooms too while they listen. Heck yeah. Their or cars, your cars or yes. your headphones. Take yeah. us to the gym. Take us to dinner. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Take me to dinner. I love food. But no, it's like the um, uh, every step you take, I'll be watching you. That's us. We're going to be there every, every step, step of the fucking way. Take. Oh, Every yes. Move you make. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> anyway, you guys have a wonderful week. And if we don't yes. talk to you guys before spooky day, you guys have a wonderful Halloween. Hope you yes. get to do all the scaries. And yes. next time you'll be listening to us, Jaden will no longer be Jaden Morrison. I will be, though. Are you not? I'm not changing else? my name. No. Well, she'll still be Jaden Morrison. Your face when I said no, you were like, oh. <laughs> Going through that trouble, like changing all those documents. I'll probably have to pay money. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I can't. I don't That's have fair. that energy. And I don't have to punish myself for not being that person. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Still, the sentiment is the same. <laughs> All right, you guys have a wonderful day and we will see you next time. Yes. You guys don't forget to trust your gut because it's better to be fucking safe than fucking sorry. And don't open your doors for any trick-or-treaters because they will murder you. Don't go out either because they will murder you. I'm just kidding. Go out. (laughs) Go to all the spooky things. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.